Ed Feathers is with us. Let's go sailing has had a well, it's had a truncated couple of weeks because of our cricket commitments, but it is back today. Let's chat with Ed Feathers uh, here, host of Let's Go Sailing on the show. Hello, Ed. Morning, Jacob, and good morning, Wayne. And yes, I've enjoyed uh, listening to the cricket while we've been in uh, recess for all of the events that are going on. WA are doing quite well. Oh, well, sailing's going pretty well as well, Ed. At this time of year, the weather's beautiful to be out on the water. What have you got for us this week in the sport of sailing? Yes, it is really a beautiful time to be on the water. You're not getting belted by those sea breezes that we get before Christmas, and it's ideal for boating people at large and sailing in particular. Look, it's all domestic WA this week, uh, Jacob, and, and last weekend, you know, the long weekend, it's the busiest weekend for sailing here in Western Australia for the summer. Regatta in the trees down at Walpole, uh, 80-odd boats down there, that's big. The S80, S97 and 9.2 states down in Fremantle over the long weekend. The Flying 15s are training for their worlds. A lot of them are here now. The Hobie 16 state championships are on at the cruising yacht club so much and and you know if they weren't sailing they were opening containers to get their boats out and managing the trailers to get the boats down to Walpole and, and getting the boats in and out of the river and the logistics are a big part of these weekends at the moment for sailing and, and for the officials pretty demanding because there there is so much on the Hobie 16s they have good numbers and uh, who ended up winning it yeah, look, they, they are a, a growing feat. These are a 16-foot catamaran, a technicoloured sails. They seem to be multiplying in numbers. You go past the Netherlands Yacht Club every week, they seem to multiply. Oh, I couldn't attend the event, but, but I saw a great drone picture of about 24, 27 entries lined up in front of the cruising yacht club in Rockingham. There were three teams, Wayne, fighting it out over the weekend. Darren Smith and Claire Bisgood, Cam Owen and Susie Gent, they're the current world champions in the... Flying, in the um, Hobie 16s and uh, the Gavin Colby and Mia Lovelady. Gavin and Mia Lovelady are a, a new team. Mia joining Gavin and uh, and they just beat the world champions. Uh, great for them. Uh, only three points in it in the end. And then uh, in third place uh, was uh, the team of Darren Smith and Claire Bisgood. Bear in mind um, uh, they're multiplying. They're cheap. These uh, these Hobie 16s. There's no arms race in building them and keeping going. They are what they are. So. No transport of the boats to the worlds. If you go to the worlds, they, the Hobie 16 provide the boats, so that's a cost you don't have to go through. They camp, for example, they were camping down at Rockingham at the Point Perrin out there. So, And I think one thing we're seeing in sailing, Wayne, at the moment is that following on from COVID, there's a real growth in domestic fleet racing and people have figured out what they missed over the COVID time when they couldn't get together. And these these fleets like the Hobie 16s are so successful and, and so for, so popular. And this weekend down at Rockingham demonstrated all of that. Ed Feathers is with us. Let's go sailing back this afternoon from one o'clock. Uh, you said the measurement of the fleet of yachts for the upcoming World Flying 15 Championship starts today. What does that mean for our listeners, Ed? Look, in sailing um, and in single-class yacht racing, the aim of measurement is to eliminate the differences between the yachts and the sails and all the equipment on the yachts so that the competition for the athletes get down to the athletes themselves and not the boats or some technical breakthrough like a wing keel or something. So there's many things to measure on the boats. The boats, the sails and some of the equipment on the boats uh, all needs measuring. They basically have to be taken apart and then reassembled so it's sort of no wonder with 79 entrants, it's going to take three days to do all of that. 
It means uh, because it's a world champion international measure is to oversee it. There's a lot of training goes on for officials during the world championships to make sure that some of our volunteers are up, up to speed with all of that to run domestic competitions. Uh, and, and some of the local teams and some of the overseas teams been tuning for a month or so here, so they have to disassemble all their boats and then reassemble them all. Uh, and with the boats that have come down in the containers, they those guys haven't been able to train, so they've now got time to measure. They've got they've, they've got 60 days or so to get them down from UK, so they haven't been able to sail their boats. So they've got to go through this measuring process before they can get out on the water. Uh, it's a good way. It's a good way to meet with the competitors. Uh, because they're standing around some of the time and they've got a bit of free time. Uh, and uh, down at Fremantle Sailing Club, which is the venue for all of this, just walk in there if people, if, if fans are interested and, and just find out where the marriage is going on and go and meet some of the overseas competitors, see the process, enjoy seeing the boats and what's involved in them and how they are assembled. It's quite fun. I, I like the measuring in a world championships. It's a big part Let's of the sailing and it's on land. So for seasick people, it's fine. Let's go sailing this afternoon. What uh, what have you got for us? Uh, Manfred Spike and Warren Erasmus joined me this afternoon, Wayne. And uh, Manfred was the, with me in the original founding of Let's Go Sailing, so it'd be nice having him back on the show. He's uh, got a really under- good understanding of yacht racing, both here in WA and overseas. He's in Melbourne preparing to race across the Bass Strait from uh, down near Geelong, Oak, uh, that area over to King Island, starting tomorrow night. Uh, hope he's safe in all of that. Warren uh, Erasmus is a print journalist and he's been on a lot on Let's Go Sailing and um, we're going to talk with those guys and what I find out from them is uh, about the Flying 15 Worlds, among other things, what will be the residual effect after the Flying 15s have all flown off and gone away um, for WA and and who they reckon will be among the more successful of the 79 teams and and, and how, how, other than going to the measuring, other ways that sailing fans and sporting fans can see the racing or get involved in the racing or even get involved in the social part of the racing, which, um, as you might know, Wayne, is, is a big part of sailing when they get together and uh, get their fluids up and discuss all the things that have happened on the water. Like many other sports as well. Perhaps the best uh, time is after the event has come to an end. Ed, uh, look forward to Let's Go Sailing uh, returning this afternoon from 1 o'clock. Thanks for your time this morning. Yeah, have a great day, guys. Bye. Ed Feathers, the host of Let's Go Sailing, Dr. Ed Feathers, here on 91.3 Sport FM.